Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Charles Clay is about to dive into some juicy, epic empowerment for you, especially if you are a man, to dive into your, oh my gosh, just like I feel it, I feel the power surging in me, and specifically turn procrastination into productivity to really align yourself, your whole body, your being, your mind, your heart, all of it. So definitely stay tuned because we're going to go freaking deep and go ham balls to the wall or whatever your feminine parts are to the limits of whatever that is. We are going to go all in. Okay. Ultimate alignment. We're going to dive in. Specifically, I'm talking to you. You're a world changing human being and I want to support you however I can. Number one, I recommend stay tuned to this 12 hour marathon in our podcast. Keep getting all these doses of inspiration, encouragement, strategies, tactics, and wisdom to begin to become, be and become your greatest possible self. And then also, if you have any questions, if you want to keep growing, if you want to be a guest on the marathon, if you want to launch your own podcast, let's talk. I'm here to support you however I can. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns, Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, and chris at beyourgps.com. Would love to talk to you about how you can become your GPS even more. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Dr. Lokilani, who says, Inspiring Chris Burns has a knack for attracting people to his show and turning their stories into powerful messages that inspire many. I love his passion and drive for his work. He authentically comes from the heart and truly to truly impact individuals, society, and the world to make this a better place to live for all. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep inspiring. Firing us, Chris. Absolutely, Dr. Loki Lani. I promise to continue being and becoming my greatest possible self and keep sharing this message. And if you listening or watching right now want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12 hour marathon and your greatness and your review and what you think of the show, definitely go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Thanks so much in advance for doing that and helping us to keep growing the show. Let us know what you think and love about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to introduce Charles in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. I know this is going to be spicy. It's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. We're going to take it from good to great to excellent to extraordinary to, I don't even know what is beyond that, interstellar or something, and we're going to have a lot of fun, definitely. So stay all the way through till the end because one idea has the power to change the rest of your life. Let's introduce Charles and then bring him on the screen. Charles Clay is a dynamic speaker, published author, men's empowerment coach, and founder of M. Powered men's mastermind and group training, as well as neurokinetic pain relief specialist. He has dedicated his life's work to optimizing our human potential by improving the mind body soul connection. Charles has helped countless men transform their pain into purpose with his roadmap to self healing and self mastery, and he offers powerful and playful practices for releasing resistance, tension, and stress to activate our zone of genius and share our greatest gifts. And we're blessed to dive into an epic conversation with him today. Charles, you ready to rock the house, my man? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Thank you so much for being here, bro. I appreciate you. And we're going to have a lot of fun. I love that I even said playful in your intro, which is rad. So specifically, we're diving right into the theme of today, which is ultimate alignment. Charles, what does that mean to you? How has it impacted your life? Mm, Chris, it is such an honor to be here first. And I want to honor you for the incredible work that you're doing and the way in which you show up, brother. Like this marathon is epic, and um, I would just love to like throw you a snack or something, like some <laughs> some Scooby snacks right now with uh, all the hard work you're putting in. I appreciate That's all you, right. brother. I, I, it's king. <laughs> I'm the king around here, man. I get my own snacks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, alignment is that is when you know you're in alignment when you feel the flow state. You mm. feel like signs synchronicities serendipities just showing up and opportunities arising that are aligned with your vision and then internally that's you know where everything's firing on all cylinders Mm. so we are in we found our center we are you know aligned with all of our energy centers like everything is firing on all cylinders and you know it because it's that that feeling when this the same energy that creates planets is flowing to you and through you and you are just stepping into that highest greatest version of yourself and man it feels good <laughs> that's, right. that's right i love it man i love the firing on all cylinders like dude mm-hmm. we are we are seriously high performance machines our bodies our mm-hmm. souls like this this journey that we're on called the human experience, man. And I love your shirt. It says ship captain. I'm the, I'm the, what is it? I'm the captain of my fate, the master of my soul, I think is uh, Ernest something. I don't know. I don't know who, it, who says it, but it's awesome. It's an awesome quote. Yes. So uh, I love it. I love that you're embodying that man. And let's talk about uh, empowered and how you're supporting men and your clients today, man. Yeah. So we get to offer a container for men to be seen, heard, felt, expressed, and offer support and accountability and just the, um, the, the space to be able to fully be yourself. Like take some of those masks that we have to wear throughout the day with all the different roles, the hats we wear, all the different shape-shifting that we're doing. You can put all that aside and just be fully you and true to whatever's coming up, whatever is is happening internally it can you can share that to be expressed any fears any doubts any of the the mind chatter right that takes us in a downward spiral all that can be burned when it's expressed right Mm. when it's felt fully and released so that's one of the that's what it's built on trust right that's the the container that we build for this work and and then we get to take uh, the men on an epic journey. It's, um, it's a road to self-healing and self-mastery. And this is by detoxing the mind and body so we can align with our soul purpose. Dude, and fire. Fire. So we gotta we gotta have that that foundation cleaned up so that we can build upon it and really uh, you know rock it. Let's just say rock yep. it on our our purpose and our journey. And Charles, this is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and how you serve the men. I know we're gonna be diving into this even more specifically mm-hmm. though. Let's go back on your journey and talk about uh, what was life like for you and how did you get started on this path of empowering men to be their greatest possible self, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, asking that 
Um, and, you know, where to begin on the story, right? There's been so many uh, challenges, so many awakenings, so much pain, mm. so much joy. And, um, and I, think, I think that's where I'll begin is, uh, you know, one of my profound awakenings. Uh, um, and, and just keep in mind for the viewers, like, get to dive into some of the challenges that you've encountered and mm. that you have experienced. And being able to pull out those golden nuggets, those lessons, those blessings from that, that now give us gifts that we get to share and help with others. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to turn the reticular activation on for that as mm -hmm. you listen to my story, um, because I'm sure you can relate. And, you know, I was, uh, I graduated from Washington State University, go Cougs, with mm -hmm. uh, my degree in kinesiology. And I've always had this fascination with the greatest technology on the planet and it's not our smartphones it's not our computers it's not video you know it's not vr it's not ai it is this That's this right. these human bodies that That's we get to call home for such a short time so that's been my fascination my passion um so i got my education in that and got to study uh, human movement and and use that to uh to help change lives through fitness i became a, a personal trainer right out of college Moved to San Diego to Paradise and uh, began my journey there. And man, I remember, you know, I still had the kind of the shadow and the addictions from um, high school, from college that kind of went with me into my daily life. So during the week, here I am like transforming people physically, mentally, um, and even emotionally and spiritually. But on the weekends, I was going out and, mm. and just like self-sabotaging, yep. you know, I was get, going out, getting unconscious, um, drinking, you know, whatever, uh, whatever distractions I could use, um, to not feel what was, um, heavy, like Nummy. what, what was heavy on my heart. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and so, you know, I, I learned that denial is not just a river in Egypt. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, uh, that was, I was denying the fact that, um, you know, some of these substances that, that I was using were becoming abusive and that I wasn't, um, establishing good relationships with those. So, so, um, you know, I, I think the universe gives us like a little feather, like mm. a little, Hey, you know, something's out of alignment here. You might want to make some adjustments and, uh, and if we don't listen to the feather, then, you know, eventually it's like a brick hits yeah. us, right? The universe, another sign, they're like, hey, wake up, like this needs to change. And if we don't pay attention to that, you know, then eventually it's like a major breakdown, uh, uh, like full on Mack truck hits you or something, That's right? right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I'm stubborn and, and I, I've learned the hard way many times, you know, and, and um, this was, you know, back about nine years ago, I, um, I was found myself snowboarding up in Mammoth and having a blast in the middle of a blizzard. Like mm. seriously, snow is coming in every which way. The mountain was so dangerous they they closed the lifts, but we were already at the top. So it's just me and a couple of buddies up there. And I told them, you know, we can't even see feet in front of us besides like a blur of a tree or something. So just be low, stay low and be ready for anything, right? And um so we got about halfway down the mountain, kind of split up, couldn't see each other. And all of a sudden, I'm taking a jump that I didn't know was there. And I'm midair 
and I have no, I feel like I just went off a cliff. And I remember like my heart stopped, like everything tensed up and I just freaked out in fear. And so as soon as I landed, the impact was like a lightning bolt just hit my low back. And it was the most excruciating pain. And I remember just laying there, like every move was met by daggers and like just this like lightning bolt of pain. And, and I was like looking for, I was yelling. I was like trying to get help. Um, my friends couldn't hear me. So I grabbed my phone. I'm going to like see if I can call someone and my phone's dead. And so I'm sitting here on this mountain, like on like a scale, a, a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most painful. I'm like at 11. Right. And, and, I, and I'll tell you in those moments of extreme excruciating pain, you really learn a lot about yourself. Like having to channel my, my inner Spartan warrior, you know, like, um, and, and really just like muster up the, the strength to pull my board off and like sit on it and like go as far as I could slide down and then fall over, just breathe into it. And then kept doing this till eventually I finally made it down the mountain and, and I was a wreck. And, um, and then I had, went and saw these doctors, right. And these experts and they're showing me x-rays and, you know, herniated disc and, um, smashed lumbar, like all this, like, you know, I'm, I'm just a mess. And, and they're telling me that I need surgery right off the bat, like as soon as possible. And I remember just like tuning into that and my intuition was just like, don't do it. Don't go under the knife. So I made a promise to myself that I would begin my healing journey and try any means naturally to to heal this before going under the knife and and uh so in the healing journey um i found myself you know um lying there trying to crawl to the bathroom because i was in so much pain at one point um and i just laid down and i said like that's it i surrender um i'm surrendering into the pain i'm surrendering into all the emotions that need to come up and that's when it hit me like all the stuff that i was trying to hide from that i was using substances for that um alcohol you know weed um facebook you name it like any distractions that i could to not feel these heavy emotions that were now coming up like shame for you know not being able to express myself fully and not even being able to get up and go to work. Right. Like shame. I wasn't in, I was talking about alignment. I was about as far out of alignment as you can imagine. And it's, it's shameful to be seen like that. You know, like I was, I didn't even want to invite friends over to help me. It's, I had to think twice. And so fear of like, am I going to ever heal from this? You know, um, my ego getting involved and, and then, um just despair and like all these heavy emotions that i really had to like sit with and feel and i just like remember crying and just like in just deep despair like just needing needing help and so i made a i made a prayer and asked for answers and solutions to healing this and i remember um i put on a, a meditation and it was by uh, Abraham Hicks. Heck yeah. Uh, it's a great, a great meditation for general well-being. And, mm. and during that meditation, as I asked for answers, literally, I remember my phone getting a text. And after the meditation, I picked up my phone and it was a friend I haven't talked to in years. And he says, you know, hey, I heard your back's messed up. Check out neurokinetic therapy. Mm. 
And I was like, neurokinetic therapy, NKT, this is the work of David Weinstock. So I started following this rabbit hole and was fascinated by the work um, he's done. And so I ended up getting him on the phone. And I'm like, David, I'm in so much pain. I think you can help me. Um, you know, I'm willing to try anything except for surgery. And, and so he set me up with one of his top students in San Diego. And that was when I uh, met Christina and had my very first session of NKT. And mind blown. Like I walked into her, I look like, you know, Shakira, I had one stuck in like a mid hip dance move, you know, like one hips over here, my body's over here. I was a wreck. And, and, um, she got me on the table and we started working through testing muscles Mm -hmm. and, you know, my glutes weren't firing. And I was like, what do you mean my glutes aren't firing? And, um, she's like, yep, all form, no function. And, uh, so next thing you know, she has me clench my jaw and then we start testing the glutes again and they turn on. So what was happening was my body was telling us that the trauma and the resistance and the tension was blocked in my jaw, creating a a neurological traffic jam. So the signal wasn't getting to the big guns, the core muscles and the glutes to help stabilize my spine. Mm. So she's like putting on these rubber gloves and she's like, I know we just met, but I'm going to have to go in your mouth. And I was like, you're going to (laughs) what? And uh, so she does this massage on my jaw that is super painful and after that all of a sudden traffic jammed on and my glutes are firing really well again so she did this for a couple other muscle groups and i hop off the table and i'm like oh i'm in like full alignment again the pain was i mean i was like 90 percent better in one session and i gave her a huge hug i was like dancing and i had this epiphany right then i was like i need to learn this this is my path this is this is how i'll turn pain into purpose and and so it was beautiful i went on to take um to study under david weinstock and take his courses with nkt and it was just the coolest most fascinating um you know just geeking out on um how it was connecting so many dots for me and um in ways of getting answers from the body in a really fast and effective manner to, to figure out the root cause of pain instead of just treating symptoms and, and um, you know, trying to use pills and all these things that uh, can just delay and make things worse, you know? Damn, man. So this is, this is powerful. So you were athletic before. You had some, some, like, trauma to your body, which was life saying, hey, bro, wake up. Like, you're not paying attention. You're numbing. You're avoiding. You're running. You're not feeling. You're not connected. You're not present, right? And so you were yep. experiencing all that stuff. You get thrown out of alignment. You make a decision to yourself, which I think is super powerful. I'm not going to do that. You listen, to, you listen to your intuition enough to say, I'm not going under the knife. And then you, uh, like, at one point, you just surrendered to God, source, universe, creator, to, like, guide you to say, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the heck to do, but just show me. I'm done with this pain. I'm done with trying to, you know, figure it out on, on my own. Yeah. You got the Abraham Hicks meditation. You went to uh, this NKT, NKT practitioner. And then you got yourself back into alignment. From there, you said, okay, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm meant to dive into. I got the story uh, correct so far? Yep. Cool, man. Yep, so where, where did you and progress from there? How did, how did you get to, um, yeah, where we are today? Yeah, so from there, I got to start my um, neurokinetic pain relief therapy. So okay. I began 
um, implementing this into my training. So instead of, you know, clients that were having knee issues, we would just avoid that doing lunges that day. Now it's like, no, let's take a look at what's going on here. And, um, and this was amazing because I had, you know, clients that were dealing with back issues, chronic back issues for, for years. Right. And I was able to figure out the root cause turn these muscles on that were compensating and, and not firing properly. And all of a sudden they're getting full functionality. And once you restore function in the body and you're getting the signal to all the proper muscle groups, then there's no need for the check engine light, which is pain. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like our bodies are, are telling us, you know, all this information, this beautiful messages um, and some more intense than others. And so I got to help a lot of people, including those that were also considering surgery mm. um, and tried so many things. They got they came to me and um, and usually in one or two sessions, I was able to give them a mind body tune up and allow them to um, get back in the game and know how to do these quick tune ups so that they can um, be in full alignment again and restore all the function in the body. And all of a sudden the pain disappears and they're like what did you do this is amazing and, and they're also learning you know what how to reconnect mm. um them with themselves and their body and the greatest technology on the planet so it was such a gift and um and what i found in that um through years of that practice was that um especially with the men i worked with a lot there's there was another couple components right like we were addressing the physiology right. but there was always some deeper stuff there was a, a metaphysical component behind each thing and there was also an emotional component intertwined to this right mm. so that led me on a journey to um, studying all all the different research all the different methods of um, getting to the bottom of the emotional blocks and um, and some of the metaphysical reasons why this would occur mm. and so um, I learned so much gained so many golden nuggets and and that's when I really began to start creating a space um, to allow people to feel what they need to heal. And, um, and that was um, along the lines of the emotional journey about, you know, all these spots that we were uh, releasing physically um, would a lot of times trigger um, some of the hidden emotions that were, um, you know, you go from energy in motion to all of a sudden it gets stuck when we try to resist and not feel it. And that becomes issues in our tissues, mm -hmm. right? So that is um, really what was underlying a lot of a lot of the pain, and um, we got to create a container to to help heal a lot of that, and uh, it was really powerful work, and and so um, had a lot of men that were um, showing up and could tried everything else. They're like, man, I don't know why my back keeps hurting. I don't know why my neck keeps going out. Like all these things, and um, it's always like the last place you look, right? So. Um, so we lie them down, we do some muscle testing. And so I was able to address the physiological aspect, which is really cool because they feel it like all of a sudden everything's turned back on and you feel a lot better. But then underlying that was, um, you know, allowing them space to, to feel what they needed to heal and, um, mm -hmm. some of the deep, deep emotional, um, baggage that we carry all the way from, you know, our childhood and being able to, uh, send love to that inner child that needs to express itself in ways that we haven't allowed yet so the um so my work expanded quite a bit and then um and then i began running um you know this this was working so well i began um running uh, a high vibe track and this was on the beach every summer every week i would just have 
um, our crew, the community was invited to come join us for um, self-healing practices. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this was profound. I mean, it was just like a new level of fulfillment for me to get to work with groups, you know, and get to get to share my genius and, and then, um, and, and allow everybody to be seen, heard and expressed and start to tune into um, why those challenges happen to them mm -hmm. in their life and what they've learned from that and the golden nuggets that they've gained from that. And then to complete that hero's journey, to share that with those that could also benefit from that. Right. And only to begin another hero's journey. <laughs> That's right. That's and, right. Um, and so, yeah. Freaking powerful. Was, uh, Charles, this is, this is gold, man. Mm -hmm. um, I really love how like you just, you took your pain, right. And turned it into your purpose, turned it into healing people. You also recognize that um, what, was on the surface the physical level isn't the whole picture right there's right. like different dimensions there's the physical body there's the emotional there's the metaphysical there's mental i don't know they mm -hmm. those the emotional and mental might be relatively the same but like there's all these different layers um so now like you you're holding space for these people to share and to be free of that um you recognize that men was a, a particular group that you, you love to work with or uh, were mm -hmm. most fulfilled in working with. What was it that, that you said, I, I know I'm meant to work with men and create more of these mm -hmm. groups? Well, uh, one, I can relate to them. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> and, and two, you know, I'll, I'll be really vulnerable. And this goes all the way back to um, some of my early trauma, you know, um, and when I was growing up, my mom was like the biggest heart ever. Like mm. she was just such a gift and, and we just loved spending time with her. And, and, um, and she also had, you know, her shadow side of addiction and alcoholism and smoke cigarettes. And so at, um, at age 10, um, I remember getting picked up by my dad from baseball practice and he pulls the car over. And he turns around and tells us that that our mom had just died. And I just remember at age 10, that was like, the, that might have been more painful than fast forwarding on the mountain. You know, this was just like someone like really hitting me with a bat right in the gut and um, in the heart. And that news just changed everything and, um, and ended up, you know, I remember sitting next to my brother at her funeral and trying not to cry mm. because why? Because I picked up the belief somewhere that, you know, men need to be strong and that we can't show weakness and that men aren't supposed to cry at age 10. And so that resistance took me years and years to unfold and, and peel away. And, um, and I'm sure like so many men can relate to this and, that's why my my heart really went out to the men that that have um you know experienced something similar and have been experienced loss and pain and all these these challenging parts of life that can be transmuted and alchemized into gold into rich experiences into um lessons and blessings that we can go on to share with others and help them on their journey and so um you know, it was like as soon as I, um, you know, was able to move through, um, you know, to finish the story, fast forward, um, 
I got into, I was feeling so tight in my body all the time from all the working out from going gung ho full bore um, around that time that I decided, you know, maybe this yoga thing might be good for me to get some, some lengthening with all the strengthening I've been doing. So I fell in love with yoga and then I became a yoga teacher trainer and went through my training. And, and, um, and after that, I wanted to expand on that. And I remember a friend that also did a yoga teacher training saying, Hey, there's this, uh, this client came up to me and talking about this Buddhist retreat with, uh, um, Michael Roach. And, um, he's, he's a Buddhist monk that's teaching in Guadalajara. Um, and there's meditation and there's, um, yoga. And I stopped in mid sentence. And I just like, it was like my intuition just went like, we need to go. I said, we're going. And uh, he was like, dude, I don't even have like a dime to my name right now. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I'll, and we'll, we'll figure it out yeah. and we're going to go. And I ended up gifting him and paying his way. And we got one other friend on board and we didn't really know what we were in for. I was literally, they were just following my intuition. And, and so um, back then, this was the first time I'd been greeted by like 150 people from all over the world that came to learn these these ancient teachings and Sanskrit and and basically the science of karma that um, Geshe Michael was was teaching. And so um, we were just greeted by like um, unconditional love and hugs and and like this is before I lived in Encinitas, so I was like, whoa, this is this is like super peaceful and, and loving. And um, so right off the bat, I knew there was something special about this retreat. And, and then um, fast forward, I um, ended up doing this yoga class that at the last day. So we're doing these meditations that are like super profound. Um, three times a day, we're learning the signs of karma and we're, we're diving in deep and just peeling layers of our heart right? Like it was just like armor, armor, armor coming off left and right. So by the last day, I remember um, I took this yoga class by this, uh, a good brother of mine named Christian. And Christian is known for having like the hardest challenging yoga classes, right? And so my my ego got checked because I was still dealing with um, some back issues at that time. And, and so, you know, I said, hey, I'll just go and do what I can. And so here I am in the class, and doing what I could was like almost nailing the splits for the first time, like balanced on my heel and one foot and the toes in the back and like just like feeling new, um, new expansion of my, you know, like no limits for my body. And in that, um, as I lied there in, in, in Shavasana and just meditated, something magical happened. And this is going from like me super science minded had to see it to believe it like always very by the book you know very skeptical to all of a sudden i'm in meditation after the most profound yoga class and i could literally see and feel my mother like come to me with this golden blanket and i got to embrace her again and i just felt her with me and it was just the most beautiful moment that of like finally coming to peace after all these years you know and it just like like the tears just started pouring just like ugly cried right in the in the middle of uh, that shavasana and and so my brothers were like holding my hand make sure i was okay and then i um i i was called after the class to share what had happened and everybody just came over and like pig piled and it was just this giant 
you know, big hug and, and loving on me. And, um, and so I got to see the beauty in, in being vulnerable and also coming to peace with, um, the death of my mother and, and um, everything I'd had to work through to, to find my tears again, you know? And, um, and so I know that was like the first time I remember leaving that retreat thinking, realizing, like really feeling in my heart, like, wow, like world peace is possible. Mm. Like this is the first time, like I realized like this is possible mm. as this is creating a ripple effect. Mm. And so when we are able to open our hearts this much and, and go from a place of like ego, like what's in it for me? Like, what can I get out of this? You know, got to do, do, do all of a sudden connecting to this space and taking a deep breath there. And it turns into ah, look at everything I have to get. That's beautiful, man. I love it. What can people do listening right now uh, to reconnect with their heart? What else would you recommend? Mm -hmm. It sounds like you've been on the journey for a while and yoga was something surrendering was something. Tell us a little bit more about what we can do on our end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, for so many men and me included Charles 1.0, it was like that 12 inches from the heart to the mind seemed like the longest distance ever. You know, I would get so caught up here sometimes. Um, so really some of it is, um, it starts with awareness, right? It starts with being aware of when we're stuck up in our head, like just checking ourselves when we are giving in to all the million distractions that are not important, that are not, it's like we're each gifted with this magic wand, right? As soon as we're born. And it's the, that magic wand is your most prized possession. It is the most valuable asset that you can, that one can have. And it's our attention. It's our conscious attention. And so where that attention goes, energy flows, right? So when we place our attention on all these external things, right? Whatever's like being trying to get our attention. Um, it's basically like our minds getting hijacked over and over and it's keeping us up here. And that's an untrained mind is the root of all suffering. Mm -hmm. So, so just to be aware of that, you know, and then begin some exercises. So for, um, for all the viewers, I recommend, you know, just get a simple note card that you can fit in your pocket and, and a pen that you put on that. And each day like for one day just take a full day and just take a tally um every time that you notice that your attention is drifting to something that isn't fully important that isn't in alignment with your highest utmost path and, and importance so you know that means like being conscious when you go on facebook like what am i going on here for before i even open that app right like what is it that i'm seeking um is it connection is it what instead of just the autopilot of like boom and then next thing you know like two hours go by you don't even know where it went or what we just did that's the hijacking that occurs that can cause massive suffering because it's taking us so far away from from our heart space so um so one you know one great place to start with awareness is just keeping a tally of how many times throughout the day that you notice you just make a mark every time you notice like oh man I got caught up on this YouTube video and, you know, and, and there's no need to be hard on yourself. It's just bringing awareness to the fact that our mind's getting hijacked by all these distractions. And, 
everybody wants your attention. Everything wants your attention, right? There's so many shiny things right now that it's easy to get hijacked. So, so that's one thing that, um, that will begin to bring awareness to it. Right. And then another thing is to just, um, begin asking, um, why to everything? Like, why is this book here? Like, why is my closet a mess? Why is that person saying that? And just, just begin to ponder, like, why is it that I need coffee in the morning? Why is it that I um, reach for, you know, this glass of wine every night as a routine, right? And as you begin to ponder those things, um, you, you take uh, a journey of self-discovery. And, and for me, this journey was super profound. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this as well. Um, you know, finally, I realized, like, I got past denial. and I was like, okay, obviously, my relationship with alcohol is not serving me. So I'm going to create some space with that. And I took, you know, I dedicated, committed to like a month off. Right. And then in that month, even in the, like the first week, I was like, yes, you know, I'm doing really good. Like this feels good. I feel way lighter. I'm like this, I'm seeing massive benefits already. And then what I started noticing was little by little, I was like starting to smoke more cannabis. Mm. And I was like, ah, I caught it. So now I'm like just trying to transfer something. Right. Mm. So so then I quit alcohol and cannabis. And then little by little, I started noticing I'm eating more sugar, right? And I'm like, what is going on here? Where is this spiral taking me, mm. right? And you know what I found? At the very bottom of, of all those addictions and vices and distractions, mm. I was seeking fulfillment and I was consuming more than I was creating. So my soul, my heart knows that, wow, all these gifts, all these talents, all these passions that I have in this lifetime to give, to share. And if I wasn't doing that, then I wouldn't feel good, right? It was like this uh, emotion of like, man, um, this doesn't feel good. It's kind of like this, uh, I don't like this. What's going to make me feel better? And then I would go for the quick mm-hmm. fix, trying to get gratific- instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And really what I was searching for is long-term fulfillment. But I wasn't getting there because I was reaching for all these external substances. So I was so glad that I took that journey and really discovered that, wow, I have a full on like Pac-Man program running. And it was like, every time I have something great to, to create in the world, um, I would get hit resistance. And then instead of going over that hurdle, seeing what's on the other side and expansion, I would give in to the fear and the easy way out and just reach for something for short-term gratification right so that pac-man program mm-hmm. you know that still comes up like i still see it but now the awareness you know taking that magic wand and realizing ah i see that i know why i want to go dig on those chips right now it's because I haven't um, written yet today or I haven't um, you know got to post or share or create something or play some music you know like what's really so tuning into what's really um allowing for that long-term fulfillment deep from within as opposed to the mind playing the games of like oh this will make you feel better just this quick fix right here just yeah yeah just have another drink blah 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 all right so being aware of all that is the first step so that is um you know as you tally those marks of how many times you're getting distracted. You might be amazed at um, how many distractions in a day 
occur. It's just, it's just mind blowing, literally. Mm. And, um, and so this is the journey that we help men go on because, you know, another thing I gained on this lesson was that, um, you know, whenever I said, I, I was a man of my work, right? I, got, I was really integral when it came to showing up for other people. So if my friend said, Hey, I need you to help me move. And I committed to that. Boom. I could be there. You could always count on me, right? Or meeting for coffee. They always, you know, would show up. Yeah. Well, what happened was I started to realize that I was not holding those agreements with myself mm. as much. And it would start as something really small, right? Like, just, uh, okay, I know texting and driving is no bueno, and so I'm going to cut that out for a week. And then, like, a couple days in, autopilot, right? I, like, notice, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm doing it again, right? I'm, like, texting and driving. Damn, I'm getting too good at that. And so, <laughs> so then um, something as simple as that, like, te not texting and driving or saying, okay, I'm not going to do sugar this week, and then giving in um, without being aware Right. Yeah. Like giving in, just like going for that autopilot mm -hmm. without even, you know, questioning it or taking a deep breath first. Every time I was doing that, I was chipping away at my integrity, yep. my, my self-trust and my confidence. And so that took me in a downward spiral. And I thought, you know, oh, it's these things that are so small that it doesn't have a big impact and it's fine, whatever. Then I would forgive myself and then do it again. But what was happening was that it would literally take me in a downward spiral to a big, that was like the micro things that create the macro effect, right? Yeah. Which was, that's why when I wanted to create something great in the world, you know, a new program or um, this amazing idea that would come through. Um, I would, as soon as I met resistance, I was like, um, I don't know if I trust myself to finish that fully. Mm. Right. And so then I would just give up and take the easy route and wow. just go for some food or something. Right. Because I was losing my own integrity showing up for everybody else. But when it came to myself and my own agreements, I wasn't keeping them. And boy, that awareness like drove me. I was like, I'm, this is it. Like mm. I'm giving that up. And now everything I commit to myself, I'm going to stick with fully. And that's how I gained my integrity back mm. and my self-trust and my confidence. And I needed that to create in the world. You know, that's what, that way when you get met by resistance, because you know as much as I do and, and everybody listening, when you get the call and you're supposed to do something great and you're just like fired up and you're in full alignment, you're like, yes, I'm going to share this with the world. And then mm. what happens? You met by resistance, right? And this, the resistance is the opportunity, like the speed bump. It's an opportunity for you to grow from. It's to get you out of your comfort zone and, and to move through that. So, um, so that's what we get to help the men with, take that journey. And it's, um, it's a really profound, amazing, um, you know, experience because, um, they, they get to start with their truth. You know, you start with what's not working in your life right now. And then, um, what can you commit to that, that is, that is going to work. That's going to help you on that path. Right. And then, you know, when we try to do this on our own, this is when we can lose integrity and self-trust really easily. But yeah. when we start yeah, calling in accountability and you have other brothers like there to support you and have your back through this, then all of a sudden it's like, well, it has a lot more clout and, mm -hmm. and then you know that you're fully supported so that when you hit those hurdles, um, you have some other means, some some support, some help to reach out to instead of 
just giving in or instead of, um, you know, going running off to your man cave and trying to deal with your emotions on your own, which is like total Charles 1.0. I did that mm. for years. Just like, I don't, I'm not feeling good. I want to go hide out in my man cave and like yep. process this on my own and yep. wait till I can till I'm back to like superhero status and mm-hmm. can come save the world again before I come out. Yep. Right. So that was another epiphany for me because I realized like how great does it feel to be able to help those that you love when they need your support, when they're in need of your help. Like it's amazing, right? It's this huge oxytocin boost when you get to support someone, um, they get the the care that they're needed and both people feel like this great level of fulfillment and a deeper connection and vulnerability, right? So, so why would I deprive those that I care about um, the opportunity to help me when I needed it? Mm. And as soon as I, you know, came to that place, it was like it shifted everything for me. And I realized like we need more of this as men. We need more of these containers that are set in a place where we can take off the masks and the hats and start sharing our truths and start burning those things, those fears and the self-doubt thoughts and um, all the crap that comes up that prevents us from sharing our greatest gifts, talents, and passions in the world. And I, you know, as much as I do, boy, when we try to not to share that stuff, like those golden nuggets, when we try to like keep them to ourselves, mm. it'll eat us up in, inside. Yeah. It's just like the worst feeling. And anytime that you're not feeling good, it's just, it's just source saying, Hey, it's time to realign. You know, you're getting a little bit off track from what you, your true authentic, you know, genuine self. And so it's like a internal compass. So, um, yeah, it's been quite a journey and it's such an honor to be able to do this work and take these men on this, on this same journey because, uh, we get to do it together and it builds like this deep level of brotherhood camaraderie and, and like it, it goes from like, you know, being the lone wolf to holy cow, there's something so much greater that we're working towards. You know, and how, that, how can how can men start to create more brotherhood, like where they're at? Like, what's what's a way to, you know, create that feeling of closeness and like those bonds? Mm-hmm. It's an art form, for sure. You know, if you, um, you know, you can start with like meetups um, and things like that. Um, but really, there's an art form to setting that container. And it's too bad that this isn't the stuff that's taught in school. You know, right. <laughs> because imagine how much healing would would already have occurred had uh had we been able to reach out when we're in times of need and weakness instead of like trying to hide and and run off and and telling lies and you know oh everything's fine yeah i'm doing great Mm -hmm. when you're really just miserable inside you know so um yeah i you know i encourage um reach out it's this is creating a ripple effect so there's more and more men's groups now there's um You know, every, we're starting to see the impact, the power of numbers. So it's beautiful what's happening right now. So I encourage you to um, to reach out and and even you know we offer um, we do interviews and those interviews are like super high value. You know, they can reach out. Um, we offer twenty minute calls where we just get to dive in and, and real talk. You know, me, you know me, I'm I'm much more into real and big talk over small talk. So yeah. these calls, we just. Um, get to hold space and see what's going on in your life. And then um, even if it's not with us, then we can still offer resources and make sure that we find you what you need. Um, you know, where, 
where your next step is in life to, to make sure you're not getting staying stuck. So you said so, interview, is that like a, um, like a strategy call or something where, yep. where it's like one-on-one or is it a group kind of format? Is it like, yep. It's a, it's a one-on-one call. It's super simple. It's just a friendly chat to see where you could use support in your life. And, um, and we get to, we just ask a series of questions, find out more about you. And then, um, and then offer um, support resources and guidance and see if and how we can help you. And if, if not us, then um, send you in the right direction to some of the other great, um, you know, organizations available that are, that are doing this work. So awesome. it's a, yeah, it's, you know, and that's, what's beautiful. But that's when you know that you're connecting the heart with the mind is when it's all about, instead of like, oh, what can I get out of this? It's like, wow how can we create win-win-win situations Mm. winning for everyone involved? Right. And that's the only way we do business. And, and that way it's like win for you, win for me, win for mother Gaia, you know, our earth and and everything it's, it's gotta be. And that's when, you know, you're deeply in that heart space is when you can empathize and consider and really feel into um, the best interest of everyone involved instead of just the ego selfishness, which, you know, it's, it's easy to get caught in that. And so these, um, these exercises are super profound and there's, um, just really ninja training tactics to, to train our mind to, to lead with our heart. And it's, it's beautiful. The, the results have been astounding. Like some of the, some of the men, I'm just so proud. One guy landed his dream job. He was, mm. he was, uh, homeless basically and, um, couldn't find a job. And he did this eight week roadmap to self-healing, self-mastery. And within eight weeks, he literally was like working at his ideal job overlooking the ocean, you know? Dang. And, um, and then another guy, um, was able to get out of a toxic relationship and, um, that was, that was bringing him in a downward spiral and able to express himself fully and, uh, one of the guys was able to um, finally start up his, uh, create his startup, his his idea that he's been holding on to forever for um, artificial intelligence. And so to see these men just stepping into their greatness is like, it is just goes so much beyond money. You know, mm-hmm. it's like this deep level of fulfillment that, um, that I was seeking for such a long time externally. And mm-hmm. uh, so... Yeah. It's so beautiful. So Charles, how do how do people get a hold of you? How do they take these next steps? Find mm-hmm. out more about the Empowered Men's Group and and have a conversation with you. Yeah. So easy way um, through social media, you can uh, reach out Charles Flay on Facebook and um, feel free to send me a message through Facebook Messenger. Um, that's easy way to set up a call. And then, <clears throat> or if you have any questions, um, you can find me on Vacation Vibration on Instagram. Mm. And um, that's a whole other beautiful story about how uh, how that was came to be. And um, you can email at fitlifesd at gmail is an easy way to reach me. And um, yeah, and then greatestu.com is my website. And that's greatest, uh, the letter u.com. I love it, man. We're freaking mm-hmm. alignment. Greatest possible self, mm-hmm. greatest you. I love it. I love it. I love it. So fitlifesd at gmail.com. They can find you on Facebook, Charles Clay. And you said Instagram is Vacation Vibration? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome, man. Ton, tons of opportunity. And just if you're out there listening, watching right now, like, and you're a man and you're ready to take those next steps, you're ready to heal, you're ready to step into your power, your courage, your, your like epic masculine energy and be the leader for your life, as well as the people around you who you care about. Definitely have a, char- a conversation with Charles, see what you can do mm-hmm. and see how you can grow and take those next steps and what resources can help you get there. And Charles, dude, I appreciate you being here, man, sharing this wisdom and your journey and uh, just about your life and the the awareness, the evolution from Charles 1.0 to where are we at? Charles 7.0 <laughs> now? Like, are we, are we like... Uh, like uh, 11, 11. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 11. 11. <laughs> the love, yeah. man. So cool. Well, hey, I appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank you so much for sharing and uh, we'll see you soon, okay? Likewise, brother. So much love. Appreciate what you do. Keep on rocking. All right. See you guys. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life what actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self again a big shout out to our sponsor employeeescapeplan.com if you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer make a great income off of your genius or If you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar now master yourself create your reality and make every day your best day ever